Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today, I have got Coach Andrew Troxel, the head coach of Richland Center High School. Coach Troxel is entering his second year as a head coach and third year overall there. Uh, previously, he had coached at Fort Madison High School for just under a decade and was on my first staff at Fort Madison High School. So, Coach Troxel, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Tony. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, so this is obviously a hog football podcast related to the hog football chat. So the first question I'm going to ask you is how important is the offensive line to the success of any football team you've been a part of? You know, if there's any position that is paramount with the program, it's the offensive line. Teams, uh, you know, have success based on how well their offensive line is structured. And that's what I've seen with a lot of the, the teams that have come through Fort Madison. We've, we've had a solid O-line. We've had success. You know, mm-hmm. the same thing is true here in Richland Center. My primary focus is to build our offensive line, you know, because we can take an average skill player and put them in a backfield with a, an outstanding offensive line and have a lot of success. So that is priority number one for us. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think – and, you know, it's it's a bit of a softball question I ask everybody because I kind of know the answer. I haven't had – I've done I've done quite a few of these already, and I haven't had one person say, oh, the offensive line is not important. So it's it's definitely a, a softball question, but it's still something that – I like to get everyone else's kind of um, response on the question. Right. Well, and I coached offensive line for a while, um, and that, that was my position group. And so it, it's really got a soft spot in my heart. And so right. – it's really hard to kind of let that go, you know, in, in terms of when you build a program, you want that to be kind of the, the meat and potatoes of whatever you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and, and you kind of were a part of this in, at two locations, uh, at Richland Center and at Fort Madison, was kind of some not very good streaks. And, and at Fort Madison, we, we broke, a, I think, a 17-game losing streak. And at Richland Center, you guys broke – a 40-plus game losing streak. Uh, I believe you said over five years you guys didn't win a game. Um, talk to me kind of about how you handled that with your players and then kind of talk to me a little bit of just about how that game went and, and, and the excitement you guys, you guys felt during and, and after. Sure, absolutely. I think when we take a look back at that, um, I'm going to talk about kind of a, the Fort Madison thing first, and sure. then I'll talk about my experience here at, at Richland Center. 
Um, at Fort Madison, I mean, it was it, the program ebbed and flowed. Coaches came and they went and stuff like that. And so it was really hard to build consistency. And so one of the things that that really stood out to me over my time there as an assistant coach was just the importance of building trust and rapport with kids. You know, and, and I, I did two stints at Fort Madison the first five years. Uh, I was a new coach straight out of college, you know, so I was trying to emulate a lot of what I have been experiencing at kind of the collegiate level. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I learned a lot through that process of how to best reach kids. Um, my initial attempts probably weren't the best. And if I could go back and do it again, I would. Uh, I would do it differently. Um, then I took a little bit of time off, had a couple kids, and got my master's. But then when I came back, you know, the focus was on teaching rather than coaching. You know, and oftentimes I think those things can be used anonymously, um, but I think there is a big difference there. And so there was a lot more patience. It was a lot more um, walking a kid through the process, seeing what they understand and what they don't understand. And that's what made it extremely gratifying for me is when a kid could, you know, converse and convey what you wanted them to. And right. it becomes more of a conversation on the sideline than, you know, just kind of a screaming match from the sideline. Right. Um, and so I, I think that we were able to kind of build something that that really went well um, during your time as head coach at Fort Madison. And I just had a lot of fun doing that. And so a lot of those uh, ideas or practices really carried over once I, I came up here and became the head coach. Uh, first, the offensive coordinator at Richland Center and then the, the head coach. Right. Past year, so. Right. So so talk talk a little bit kind of about how how things went there during that that streak, because you guys. I mean, because what people don't know is that you actually went to high school there. Um, so it's your alma mater. So you've got a lot of, of pride in that program and in that community. Um, you know, I, I, I know you've talked very fondly of, of your time there previously and obviously your time there now. It's, it's your home. So, you know, talk about kind of how, how things went with that, that streak. Sure, absolutely. Uh, when I was in high school, we were a, a top 10 program in the state in, in our division. You know, we were having a lot of success. And, uh, I mean, there were teams that came before us that were very successful. And so when I left uh, Richland Center, you know, I was in very good hands and it was going well. And I think um, a few years afterwards, we had a couple kids that went to Wisconsin, you know, and played well. We had some kids, a kid that was drafted into the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, things went downhill pretty quickly. Right. You know, it was the same issues that I saw at Fort Madison where it was just a – revolving door of coaches you know and so kids were not having the opportunity to be the best player they were you know because I mean they just weren't getting that kind of coaching there wasn't that solidarity you know and structure or anything like that and so it wasn't a kid issue it was a program issue um, and so when I came back I got to see kind of what that looked like and I realized that's priority number one it's just to build that trust and build that rapport and you know a lot of times in that first season it wasn't just X's and O's because our offensive game plan was fairly vanilla. You right. know, it was very simple because a lot of these kids were glorified bag holders the year before. And so this would have been like the first year they really had solid coaching. And um, what was interesting is just the weight that they would put on themselves going into every single game. I mean, they were lucky to be competitive by halftime. A lot right. of those games that first season they were over by the time we got to the, the third quarter. Um, and so that first year, we were 0-2. We went against some very good, well-coached, senior-dominated teams. And um, because of just our, our lack of numbers that first year, we were playing freshmen against, you know, men, 
18-year-old kids. Anytime you play, you know, a freshman versus a senior, it's going to be a lopsided score. Yes. You know, to be honest with you. Um, So anyways, we went in to game three, and it was more of an even personnel matchup with the team we we faced. And uh, it was a back-and-forth ball game. And at the end, uh, we were able to pull one out. And it was so amazing to kind of look around, and people were – emotional there were tears I mean it, it was you could feel the weight had been lifted after you know five years of not having a victory right right yeah I mean it's I I can kind of I can kind of imagine the feeling but I also I can't that's just that to me that's I mean I know you've been struggling to kind of get and you know this is not so much anymore but you were struggling with numbers and you're struggling with getting kids out and buying in because how do you how do you convince a 16 or 17 year old to, to buy into a program that hasn't won a game in five years? But, um, you know, in conversations, you said you, your numbers are, your numbers are up and you guys are, are trending towards the positive. So that's, that's a good thing. And, and I, I can, I know in, in talking to you, I foresee many, many more wins in, on the horizon for you guys. So. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, a huge part of that is the staff that I have up here. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I go after guys, I look for character guys. You know, I mean, you may not be the, the most knowledgeable in a position, but I mean, if you're going to be a good man, then, then that's what I want because right. those values are going to carry over to the kids. And I think if we take care of those character issues and character traits, you know, the right way. A lot of times the, the X's and O's will take care of themselves. Right. Absolutely. Um, so one of the other questions I had for you um, is kind of, and this was something that you did for us and for Madison a lot. And I know it's, it's kind of not your, your total forte, but it's still something you're really good at. It's kind of incorporating tech, you know, quote unquote tech for, for your team. And so what are some, I know that what you did, what you did for us, but what are some other ways you've done it for, for your program and coaches and players and, and kind of how, how does that helped you in, in just sort of being organized and staying on top of things with everybody? That's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing, if I can go back and talk about my early coaching career, I always wanted to, to kind of have a mentor that would coach me, you know what I mean? And just tell me, here's what I'm looking for. Here's kind of why I'm running this play. This is what the defense is doing. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I always sought that and, and probably was just my, my lack of experience that I wasn't able to pick up on that fairly quickly. But now I'm kind of coming into that sense of understanding you know, the whole package, because as a whole line assistant coach, a lot of times your focus is the box. You know, I don't give a crap what the the corners and the safeties are doing. Oftentimes I'm looking at the D line and linebackers. And now as the offensive coordinator, you know, and head coach, I'm looking at kind of the whole package and and setting things up two, three plays in advance. Um, And uh, so what I want to do with that is I really want to make sure that I pass on those, those ideas and in that process to my staff. Mm-hmm. And so what we'll often do is we'll use things within the Google realm, you know, where I've got my game plan versus a, you know, whatever it is, a five, three, four, four, you know, three, four, whatever it might be. And so on Sunday we talk about what we think and when our playbook is going to be effective against that. And then I'm going to have the, the guys go out and they're going to develop their own, videos and instructional things and, and put that together right and so we're using technology so that they can take more of an active role in this process and along the way then i can partner with them and provide some assistance what about that let's try this you know so it's more of a, a holistic approach you know to, to developing that game plan right and, and how is i mean go ahead sorry 
Oh, um, and I think that's going fairly well for the most part. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of great coaches, but I've got a lot of young coaches too, you know, so it's very important to see what they know and what they don't know and, and provide them what they need to get through it. Right. Uh, how, how are your, do your players respond to that? Are they, are they active on, on, on there and, and really, you know, staying involved with kind of what you're, what you're trying to implement? Oh, absolutely. You know, as a teacher in the building, uh, it's not uncommon to, to see a kid on huddle, you know, during the school day, you know, especially probably when they're in class and should be doing something else. They're still looking at, <laughs> right. at huddle and they're watching game film, whether it's their game film or watching kind of the upcoming opponent, you know, they're, they're glued to it. And so um, we just kind of try to capitalize on that by, by sharing that out and, and providing playlists that aren't the entire game, but saying here are the five, six, seven concepts, plays, situations that I really want you to take a look at. And so by kind of scaling it down and making it more directed, I think we're getting a lot more understanding and carryover with whatever we're trying to do. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I know, again, kind of going back to our past before we, I think the coaches did a really good job with it, but I think we had a couple, we had some, some pushback from, from players. Um, and I think had, had you stayed, I think it would have gotten a lot better. There would have been a, a, a second year of it, but that first year, I know we had a lot of pushback just because it was new and they were, it was different for them and it was changed and it, it frightened them a little bit. So it's, it's good that you guys have have that, uh, have that kind of growing again. Sure. sure. You know, and, and with our coaching um, staff and stuff, um, we, we use Google Docs. And so I have practice planned. I have a general template. And so we push that out. And so there's no deviation here or there, you know, about kind of what the, the central purpose of practice is going to be. But I give mm -hmm. them the latitude to kind of fill out what that, that period kind of looks like. So, you know, technology has really allowed us to be very targeted and specific with what we want to do and be extremely organized and everyone's on the same page, Yeah, you know, which is invaluable. And I think that's a big reason why things are moving as quickly as they are here is because of the structure, the organization and the division of labor that we have. Right. Oh, well, and that starts up top. So that's, uh, again, that's, that's, uh, I applaud you for that. Um, so last question I've got for you, and I know you were concerned with this one. Uh, you had a, a couple a couple questions and we're a little worried, but I ask everybody um, if you could sort of pick your, your five player Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen, and it can be guys you played with uh, guys you played against, or just, you know, players that you are a fan of who, who would be on that, that Mount Rushmore? Well, I'm going to go with um, uh, six offensive linemen because I okay. can. That's fine. And they're, they're going to be all Wisconsin guys. You know, I, I think, uh, no particular order. I'm, I'm going to have to say Joe Thomas. Yeah. He was an outstanding offensive lineman at Wisconsin, but also at Cleveland. Um, I think also in that lineup will be Ryan Ramchek. Uh, he's oh. coming into his own. Uh, Paul Gruber. He was a 12-year pro back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, wow. That's, that's a name from the past right there. <laughs> I had to do a little research on that one. That's all right. Uh, Travis Frederick. Played for the Cowboys for seven mm -hmm. years. Uh, Kevin, is that, is, he's the one that just retired, right? Sue, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was seven years and then a five-time All-Pro. Yeah. Yep. And then Kevin Zeitler, eight seasons in in the league. And then lastly, um, Wisconsin kid. He was a walk-on at Wisconsin. Had a very long all or, or uh, professional career. Would be Mark Tauscher. Nice. So there are my six I, offensive linemen. 
I can, Hey, you know what? I can appreciate the Badgers. That's a, that's a good group of guys. And, and you're, again, you're not the first one that has said Joe Thomas. So he's, his name has been mentioned a few times. So that's, um, that, that's a good list of guys. And, and I think every, every coach around respects that offensive line that, that kind of is, is in the Wisconsin Badger lore. So I can respect that. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Coach, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, I'm going to have you, if you want, drop your Twitter handle. I know you're not that active on Twitter, but still drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want our listeners to know. Yeah, I check it about once a year or so. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's at Mr. Troxel. That's T-R-O-X-E-L. And if anybody wants to reach out, I'd be happy to have a conversation about kind of where we're at with rebuilding an entire program from scratch. Uh, my email is T-R-O-A at Richland dot k12 dot wi dot us all right coach i appreciate you coming on and and talking to us during this time and uh, i look forward to talking to you again soon yeah i appreciate the time tony best of luck this season at lake forest all right same to you guys thank you all right bye-bye thanks again for everyone listening and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of hog football podcast episodes we want to thank everybody for their continued support And be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome...